Yes, yo, that's what it's gotta be like. Hey. What's up, what's up? It's your girls. I'm Rissy. And I'm Shelves. And this is the podcast I Totally Relate. Okay, so Shelves, we have released season four. Yeah. We're a couple episodes in. Mm. We've done a couple disclosures by this point, right? Like we're, we've updated people on what we've got going on in our lives. Right, right, right. And now we're kind of caught up. So we're at a point where, you know, the episodes that people hear are going to be like recently recorded. Yeah. Like, like we're doing a, a quick turnaround. Like no more as a turnaround or no more waiting like, uh, we used to work so fast ahead, and now this seems more like real time. Yes. Yeah. 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 So how are you feeling about season four being out? Like, what's what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Mm. You know what? I'm actually really excited about it. I feel like the new year is really fun, and so dropping it in January has been mm-hmm. great. Uh, I'm loving it. Season four has been really fun to release um, because it really was such a long time coming and I feel like so much transformation is happening in real time. And so it just makes sense to be less in the queue and more, you know, real time. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited too. I, when we're sitting down and recording and even when I'm editing the episodes, I just only hear like the good like the gems that we have in there but then as I'm listening on Wednesdays when the episodes drop and I listen along with everybody else and when I hear when I hear as everybody else is hearing it I'm like oh my gosh that was vulnerable totally like (laughs) said some stuff (laughs) so there's a little bit of that but I wouldn't undo it or go back or like I feel like yeah this is how we want to show up now right yeah I agree with that a hundred percent like feels nice just to get the ball rolling um, and like trying new things. And I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but kind of like letting go of the things that like weren't serving us and like yeah. um, reconfiguring. And like, um, I feel like where we landed is pretty creative and it feels like catered, like catered to us. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it feels like... Um, so I'm pretty stoked. I, I'm I'm super glad that like we've had such a good turnaround. Like thank you so much to like everybody who has like reached out, who's checked on us, um, sent encouraging messages. Like it really goes like a long way. I don't know. I feel like it's probably crazy for you because like this is like a real time for you. And, yeah. And I'm dying to know how your weekend was. Yeah. So okay, like, cool. Let's do it. Let's bring it okay. real time. Okay. Okay. So I'll I'll give a little bit of um background. For some context. Okay. So about a decade ago, uh, I worked for a major corporation and I worked with Mm. this guy. And we became really close friends when we were peers. And really close friends turned into we wanted to be lovers and all of that stuff. And so there was a point 10 years ago when I told my ex that I wanted to get a divorce because I wanted to be with this other person. Mm. 
and that's mm. not how it worked. I ended up staying with my spouse for another 10 years yeah. and, you know, doing the whole family thing and all of that is great. And recently I changed my name on Instagram. And when this person saw that, like I had my maiden name back, right. um, this person reached out to me again. Right. So I hadn't seen this guy in over 10 years. Yeah. What a trip. What yeah. was that like? Can, do you want to go into that or not? Really? Yeah. Um, it was, it was really interesting because there were parts of our relationship that were just exactly the same. Right. Where, I mean, we literally worked together every single day. We were on the same weekend. We were on the same rotation. Like, um, do you mind me asking like how long you had known him like previously, like before? Yeah. We, let's see, we'd worked together for like three years. Okay. Okay. That's a long time. Like, yeah. like I think about like my coworkers and stuff that I knew for yeah. like three years. That's a good chunk of time to be working. With yeah. And when we were working together, like, I mean, we were really just friends. Um, there was no funny business yeah. that came later. So then, okay. So we it's end. It's probably so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's oh, a little uncomfortable. It's so, so uncomfortable, but you're doing a good job. You're doing a really good Thank job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so it, we got to a point where it was like, whoa, this, both of us were acting outside of our values and mm-hmm. it wasn't, we weren't making wise decisions. And so it was just kind of like, okay, this is over. And so, you know, I told him like, hey, lose my number and don't ever talk to me again. And... So he didn't until 10 years later when he sees, oh, she's Carissa Deason again. So he reaches out and we start talking and we click again, like just back into that same groove. And the only thing now is at this point, he doesn't live in in the state anymore. Okay. And, um, and some things are changed. Like he's in a different tax bracket now. Like... (laughs) I don't know how else to say. Like, he's got some extra money. <laughs> yeah, and and we're entertaining the idea of like being in a relationship again. Yeah. The two of us, right. like, hey, like you know, we didn't really. I mean, it ended in a really weird way last time, and and we yeah. weren't making wise decisions, and so we wanted to know, like, hey, would this work if you know? If the situation was different and we right. were breaking boundaries or or making... Well, and it's probably kind of interesting, too, because it's like you were meeting each other newly 10 years later, too. Yeah. So it was like, okay, like, not only do we have this, like, little past thing, but, like, new people, like, whole, yeah. wholly new people. Yes. I definitely feel like I am a completely different person yeah. than I was 10 years ago. Very different. Yeah, so and just, so, like, getting to know each other again. Yeah. 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 So we thought, okay, we'll try. Like, let's see. So he flew out here one week and spent a couple days with me, like, in my environment. And then just barely this weekend, which is what Shelby was referring to, um, he flew me out to see him. And so the last time I saw Shelby, we were rooting for this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Both of us were like, I, like, I hope this is, I hope this works out. Yeah. (laughs) And I thought I loved him. Yeah. This is all new to me, you guys. I have butterflies in my stomach. Yeah. Shelby doesn't know any of this because I am like, we just have to, we got to dish about this like in real time behind the microphone. So, um, okay. So yeah, the last time I saw Shelby, we were both rooting for this guy. Um, 
I was under the impression that like he was really, really respectful of boundaries. Like Mm -hmm. I remember feeling like, wow, okay. There were a few things that happened that I was like, wow, like a lot of self-restraint. And I appreciate like that, the observance of my boundaries or whatever. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, However, he wanted to be exclusive. So he want, he wanted me to like, just be his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I am, I've only been divorced for four months. And so I'm like, no, like that's too soon. Like I can't be in an exclusive relationship. And, and to be completely honest with you, I have my therapist voice in my head saying, I can't give you any advice, but if I were to only give you one piece of advice, it would be like, don't get into a relationship in the first year for sure. Try the first two years. Right, right, right. And so, you know, as this, I'm in this conversation with this guy and I'm entertaining being in a relationship with him again and I can feel him wanting to be like really, really wanting to like lock it down. And I'm just like, my therapist said, no, like this isn't a good idea. I shouldn't do that. And so I put my foot down a couple of times and I was like, listen, I'm not going to be like, I can't be your girlfriend. I just got divorced. I need time to be on my own, but we can date. I'm not saying anything about you. I'm just saying. Yeah. Chill. So I... Go out to see him this last weekend, and the first. But he agrees th- all this. He's like, like, yep. yeah, like he's like, okay, like I hear you, I see you, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so he's like respecting your boundaries. He's like, okay, yeah, and he's still like, yep, and even considering all that, I still want to fly you out. I still want to spend time with you. I still want to date you. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So we're on the same page. Perfect. So I get there the first day. I feel like we're on the same page. We're being funny. We're like just, he has like some plans. He wants to take me out to dinner. Like, so we're, we're enjoying ourselves. We're having a good time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the next morning, <clears throat> I can tell things are like starting to get more serious in our conversations, right? Like it's a little less fun and it's a little bit more like, okay, but really what are we like, what are we doing? You know? And And I start noticing, well, actually, before I went, I actually had a conversation with you about like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give myself physical space from this Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. So like when I went to go see him, like I had my own room Mm -hmm. there that like I kept my stuff in and like my space. And so like there were a couple times where I was just like, I just need to be by myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and I started noticing some things and I just told myself like, just watch. Just watch and Mm. see what happens. Mm. And so a couple of things I noticed, like he would talk about his ex-wife, whom I know, um, in horrific ways. Mm. Like the way that he talked about her as this like, huh, interesting, because I know her and, or I knew her. Sure. And regardless of whatever has happened in their relationship, like, the way he spoke about her was very derogatory and it was alarming to me. Mm-hmm. So I just noticed that. Mm-hmm. And then there was another thing. I had told him something that had happened that like had uh, someone else had hurt my feelings. And when I was with him, I was saying, I was kind of flirting with him and I said something kind of silly and he, and he used that thing that like hurt my feelings that somebody else had said, he used it to hurt my feelings. Like I noticed like, oh, I shared something with you in confidence and then you turned around and used it to hurt me. And it was just like, I was just like, oh, interesting. Like I just noticed, like it happened and I just had like a enough 
window mm-hmm. to not take it personally to recognize what was actually happening sure yeah, yeah so yeah. instead of like letting that thing shame me or hurt my feelings again it was apparent that like oh you're trying to hurt my feelings weird that's weird um i started noticing like a lot of passive aggressive behavior and the way i noticed it and this is how i experienced it in my marriage too it was like their what they're saying their words don't match my feelings Mm. so like he would say things like i'm not mad at you i'm not mad at you but like my feelings are like dude you're pissed at me like i can tell you're pissed at me yeah i can tell right now and so and then like later on he would say something like oh yeah because you want to move things insanely slow and i'm like wait i thought you agreed that me getting in a relationship four months after a divorce is moving insanely fast like you agreed that that was yeah a, that was a reasonable ask, and now you're saying things to me like I'm like that I'm being Unreasonable. extra or yeah sure. unreasonable like insanely slow like no so like I started noticing like passive aggressive comments mm-hmm. I started noticing um, the derogatory comments towards other women um, I started noticing derogatory comments towards other people who are different in general mm-hmm. um, and. One of the things that, like, we had talked about was, like, he has a different set of, like, typical, like, he's a conservative, I'm a liberal kind of thing, right? Okay. So we have, okay. like, different values, you know, different viewpoints on things. And so, like, one of the things we talked about, like, hey, we have different values. Do enough of our values align that this is this would be a reasonable relationship? Mm. Like, that's what I'm always trying to figure out. Like, hey, do we have enough values that align? Sure. And I was noticing... Things like, uh, he, he would say something and I'd be like, whoa, that was out of line. Or like, well, that was inappropriate. Or like, well, that was rude. Or that was cruel. Like he would say things and I'd just be like, oh my gosh, like my natural reaction to like his behavior. And then he'd say things like, don't make me feel bad. I don't always want to feel like I'm doing something wrong when I'm with you. Mm. And so I was just like, okay, so you want me to like bend my integrity so that you feel more comfortable like if you behave in a way that is uncomfortable for me like I don't I don't want to have to make you comfortable with the fact that that's uncomfortable for me right like you said right. something incredibly cruel like I'm not that's I'm not gonna laugh at that I'm not impressed by that right I don't want to be around that kind of energy right and so just a lot of that kind of stuff was happening yeah and so it so then the the next morning we wake up and it's time for me to go to the airport and this is where it gets real this is where i'm like i can i haven't i cannot wait to tell you this okay so it's like kind of a tense morning okay like i can kind of feel like he's he's making comments and you can kind of tell he's like irritated um and so we're in the kitchen we're both on like either side of his kitchen island and my phone is like in the middle and it's just sitting there, like, face up. Oh, no. I already don't like where this is going. You're going to love it. Okay, so... <clears throat> my phone buzzes. So we both look down at it to see... Sure. This other guy <laughs> that I'm dating. The guy I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Um, text me something incredibly sweet that was when he said to you i send kisses this morning <laughs> with like a kissy face 
and like the picture that i have for his profile he's like uh super duper hot <laughs> so it's like this hot picture with like this super sweet message just flashing right there on my screen in between the two of us <laughs> and i just look at him and just smile right like i'm i'm not doing anything wrong like you know i'm I have been very transparent about like I am dating other people. Mm-hmm. I will not be exclusive, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so I'm just smiling like, "Yep, this is it. That's I am not hiding this." And um, he loses it. He starts like mumbling and and he starts throwing things, and I'm at, so I'm at his house, out of state. Needing him. to get to the airport, like we need to leave for the airport in like ten minutes or less, and oh no, he's coming undone. And this is where I'm really proud of myself. So, like, I my tendencies are to fawn, so I pretend like I'm safe in order to be safe, and it works. It's very effective for me. Um, but it ends up creating like a lot of resentment and a lot of like anxiety in me. And so I'm trying to learn how to advocate for myself. And so I don't, so I'm in like my awkward phase where like I can do that, but maybe not tactfully. Sure. So, um, so he's throwing a big boy fit, literally throwing things around in his house. And I just felt like it was just so apparent to me, like, wow, dude, you are so out of line that you think that you have the right to be upset about somebody else texting me, Mm -hmm. that you have some kind of like power over me. Like I felt like he felt like I belonged to him in some Mm -hmm. way. And it was so obviously out of line that like I couldn't even, I couldn't even. Okay. Okay. So he's throwing his big boy fit. He throws something into the other room and he mutters to me. (laughs) What is it your little boyfriend has that I don't? I say. Kindness. I say a big dick and respect for me. Should I call an Uber to get to the airport? Wow. Yes, queen. What is it that your little boyfriend has that I don't? I'll tell you. That's amazing. Yeah. What did he do? He like busted up laughing like maniacally. It was like, it was intense. Like it was like a crazy pressure release, but like not a good one. And then he's My like, stomach is entangled. Right yeah, now. he's like, no, it's okay. I'll take you to the airport. And I'm like, okay. So he like loads my bag into his vehicle and drives me to the airport. And he is just like fidgeting and like, oh, and like, I mean, he is just like racing down the freeway. And I just like feel so unsafe in his vehicle, right? And, mm. and, I mean, he's just talking nonstop and like, I can just see he's like bouncing back and forth. Like I could just see like two different parts within him, like arguing, like the part that wanted to like his ego that doesn't like me, his ego does not like me. And then his like that, um, the part of him that does have feelings for me. Right. Like I could see them battling as he was like driving me down the freeway to get to the airport, which I was like almost late. Um, and he is 
really scaring me. Like I can, I, it was like one of those moments where you just feel like you're like outside of your body, you know, and you're mm. just like, oh man, I'm watching this whole thing go down. Like this is kind of intense. And, and he says what, like he's saying a whole bunch of things. Like I don't remember. I just feel very like a lot of anger and like resentment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So he says, what are you thinking? And I was like, um, I'm thinking we have all the information we needed. Mm. And that made him really mad that I said that. Mm. And so I was like, listen, I'm not ill-intended. Like I had no idea. Like you reached out to me. Right. I didn't know if this was going to work. I was open-minded. I was like, honest with you about where yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like really open and honest conversations. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I am not ill-intended. And he was like, yes, you are. And I was like, Okay. Well, just so you know, I don't think you're ill-intended either, um, but we have all the information we need. Like, this isn't going to work, right? And so then we get to the airport, and he, like, goes to give me a hug, and I, like, kind of, and I'm like, oh, and then I just start laughing because I, like, got Dude, caught, like, squirming like, away from him. <laughs> you actually can't know. Yeah. Like, this is actually too much for me. Yeah, and so, but, I mean, he just scoops me in and like hugs me anyways and so I just I'm laughing I'm just laughing uncontrollably like this is like this is like a this is an out of body I don't know like my I want to fawn so hard right like I like I am not I want to fawn so hard right now yeah but I can't so like I am laughing because that seems like a less invasive thing but like also it's it's uncomfortable like I don't know what to do and so yeah, I'm laughing and he's hugging me and he's like, you, he's like, you, you are kicking me while I'm down. And I was like, I am not trying to, like, I just, I don't, yeah, like, I don't, I just don't feel very safe right now. Yeah, like, you're making me, like, this is yeah. a lot for me. Yes, right? <laughs> okay, so I feel like what I witnessed was like a three-week window of, love bombing because it started off with like grand gestures how much he's thought about me every day for the past 10 years how much he cared for me what we had how what it really meant to him and all these different things he would do for me and like these really poetic like what space has like done in Mm -hmm. that that like that time and like now and and almost feeling like um I don't know. It's fate. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, like it's destiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, whoa, this is actually a chance in a lifetime type thing. Like, right. Like the, like, um, yeah. Like, are we going to rekindle some amazing relationship that like we was stolen from us? Yes. Yeah. Like that was taken from us that like we didn't feel we got like this thing to now that we're different people and we've grown so much and we ha- like we have like these new things like yeah. it's, it's kind of like a what's it called like a telenovela and it's like will they yeah rekindle you know and it's yeah. like ah that's how I feel yeah. and it just is like oh no yeah it was oh, yeah no. it went from being like all this grand gesture stuff to like so quickly really a lot of impatience mm-hmm. and just a lot of impatience yeah and very like just very pushy like the fact that like it was just so unacceptable for me to like date him and date other people yeah 
makes me feel like, okay, you've got some kind of like control issue where you feel like you own the person that you're dating and that like dating belongs to only you or something like that. And I just feel like that's, that makes me feel very unsafe as a woman in a relationship like that. And I was in a relationship like that for a long time. And I think that's why we had such a strong connection back then is because I didn't know the things that I know now. And so it's not okay for me to be in a relationship with somebody who who thinks they're better than other people. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't look away from that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we can cross that one off the list. <sighs> that guy's a no-go. It's not, and did we just it's say, not going to pan out. Did we just... Have we had any contact since? No, I got into the airport and I like went over to like a pillar and just kind of like took a deep breath like, oh my gosh, like, whoa, can you get my bearings about me? And like, okay, like, okay, I'm here. I am safe. Like, okay. All right. Where do I need to go now? Like, because I'm at, you know, this big airport, you have to like ride a tram to a different to like like yeah. board your plane and yeah. stuff like that. And so as soon as I got on the plane, I just blocked his number i blocked him from instagram there hasn't been any contact with him since then and like removing him from that ability Mm -hmm. is good like yeah yeah for a minute i felt like i wanted to like reach out again sure and annie was asking me like what is this impulse why would you want to reach out to him again and i was like oh i want to like i want to check and see where he's at so i can gauge like if i'm safe or not Oh, interesting. And That's so yeah, I can totally see even that. like the impulse to reach out afterwards, like isn't because to like make it better. Yeah. Cause you want to, but yeah. because of fear. Yeah. And hmm. so, and, and so I'm like, okay, when I was able to recognize that as like, okay, I'm not going to reach out right. because I am safe, like distance, um, and separation feels like safety to me right. in this situation. Um, but yeah, it was so, it was just so wild. So yeah. Oh my gosh. What are your thoughts? Like, what can you, what do I you, actually cannot even, like, I cannot even that it was this gradual process throughout yeah. because, um, okay. I'm just, I'm really taken off guard at how quick he was at, cause like, I felt like, I felt like conflict was okay. Right. Yeah. Like, um, having differing points of view or, um, like different rules and things of being like, wait, like where are you coming from in this? But like, yeah. like opening like that discussion, you know what I mean? Um, and he proved, proved, uh, that like that skill was there. Like yeah. last week, like when, yeah. um, there was like a little bit of like a miscommunication and like, yeah. Um, that's kind of when that boundary was set of like, oh no, actually I am dating other people. I did just get like, all of these seem super valid and real just to like reinforce that belief inside of you. Like, like that's okay. Um, and so I'm just, I think that I'm just shocked because I think that his love bombing had an after effect on me of like being like, oh, I was totally buying into the fantasy of past lover rekindling not really having like your time or like your moment yeah and like um and 
and like not having any contact during that 10 years of like actually really meeting in this like new life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was like, wait, actually this, I feel like could be something good. And so I feel a little bit shocked by that. Um, I think that some part of me needs to untangle some belief of my own view on relationships. Um, Like I liked when you said that actually being with somebody who thinks that they're better than other people is like non-negotiable. You didn't quite say exactly that, but but that um, ability of to look at somebody and the way that they speak of others and the way that the the language um, that's surrounded when they want something that they can't have. Yeah. Because um, I noticed myself wanting to like actually make it better too. And then, and then when you're like, can you believe that? I'm like, you're right. That's really bad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so I feel interested in... I'm not a therapist, but I'm like, what is that? Like, what is, like, is that narcissism? Is that like a person who, yeah, like, not know. not to like diagnose him specifically, but I'm like, oh, that was actually such a shocking thing to like enter into the picture. Yeah. In such a, and I, like, I don't think that, like, I definitely don't have money to, um, exude in like that type of way but it was like I felt like um like he was like quick to like make things happen and like to like really like give this a shot so I'm like surprised that it burned so quickly yeah oh my gosh yeah it did you know yeah we burned through that real quick quick. very quick like he came in Real hot mm-hmm. because I hadn't known any of this prior. Yeah. So this is all fresh and new information. And yeah. And then he's gone. Mm-hmm. The guy didn't like, wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. This has been a two week span, ladies and gentlemen. Like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I think it was oh, wait, so three. helpful for me because it like it was so I was able to see. Yeah. Like from the time, like all from the grand gesture to like the unraveling. Yeah. It was such a short amount of time. I was able to connect this behavior to this outcome absolutely and it because it was so it wasn't muddied with other things because we didn't live in the same state and so right. it was just like you weren't like able to i was just working with, with what we were working with and right. so uh, it was apparent to be able to like tie behaviors to outcomes and realizing like oh this is what that means well do you kind of want to go over um because last week i had known like you'd brought this term love bombing mm-hmm. um but we didn't really get into that. Do you maybe like want to describe like that? Yeah. That part. Oh, um, oh my gosh. And how like, and like maybe how that had come into your awareness. Yeah. Because that was a conversation that you brought to him. Yes. I did bring that to him. Look, I'm, I'm legit like looking it up right now because I wonder. Oh. Something that I'm like appreciating and I hope that others are too is like the firsthand practice of having hard conversations. Like, yeah. It doesn't really feel like you're fucking around as far as like deep and hard conversations go because I think that somewhere in your discernment you're not looking at vulnerable as hard, you're looking as vulnerable as real. Yeah. And so you're saying I want a real relationship. Yes. And so it feels like there are some conversations that you're entering in that 
maybe feel tough or deep or, but like, I think that you're really showing and emulating an example of like real conversations and, and building a relationship at the stage of life that you're in and beyond of like, where am I headed toward and stuff? And so, cause I definitely don't feel like you're casually dating. Um, so like, like your awareness of like these symptoms or like what to look out for, I feel like is like a, what's that? Like a quick, fast fire 101, you know? Well, you want to know what? Actually, I'm glad you asked that because it wasn't something that I personally noticed. Right. So one thing about the, okay. So when I was talking about this guy to you and to Annie and Taryn. Like I wanted to like represent him in a really good light because I wanted you guys to like him because I wanted it to work out, right? Right. Like my goal was like, this works out and like this is going to be amazing. Uh, But I, it was before I even went to go see him that I noticed some passive aggressive behavior. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just poloed Annie and Taryn and I told them, I'm like, just so you guys know, Mm. I noticed this. So there's something there. I see it. I'm not going to jump to conclusions, but I'm aware of this. Mm. And when I was talking to Taryn and her friend, um, he, I was explaining like, oh, you know, like, hey, tell me your perspective as a guy. You know, like, mm. this is what this guy is saying to me. And he's like, whoa, that sounds like love bombing. And when the, when this guy said that sounds like love bombing, my first thought was, well, I could see why it would look like that, but that's not what's happening here. And then I was like, oh, no. I think that's what people say when they're gay. <laughs> I think that's exactly what they think. That seems like a proper response to love bombing. <laughs> I could see why you would say that, but that's not what's happening. Not to me. And so when I recognized that I thought that, I mm-hmm. was like, whoa, just something to notice. So sure. it was all, this whole entire thing was just noticing. Right. And, um, and so then when we were together in person and I was able to like notice a lot of it, but yeah, had this, had Taryn's friend not said that to me, like I might not have noticed. And so one of the things that I would like, if I were to give advice, yeah, my advice, like, what is it? Yeah. My advice would be like, okay, whoever you're, I call it the wolf pack, right? Like we've like whoever your wolf pack is. Oh, it's threes. And we saw, we looked at the clock on twos got it for us so okay so when it comes to like the wolf pack my advice would be like just be honest Mm. with your wolf pack Mm. right like I didn't want to tell Annie and Taryn hey I'm noticing some passive aggressive behavior because I don't want them to hold me accountable to it because I want this to work out right right um but it right it was the fact that I was saying things out loud that uh, that um put me in the situation where I heard the things I needed to hear so that I could be aware and not like totally sucked into this magical fantasy of like yeah easy life from here on out mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. anyways yeah I would definitely just recommend being honest with the good things and the bad things um when you're talking with your wolf pack about your relationship that was helpful for me yeah well because but we didn't get into like what love bombing is oh what love bombing is okay so <laughs> so love bombing so yeah so when the guy said Sorry. that to me no, no I'm so glad you just said that so when when this guy brought this up to me I was like huh so I think a lot of it has to do with like this 
Um, like you just literally feel like you're bombed with love. Like you are so loved. And so like, there's a lot of like magical, like mystical, like serendipitous, like this is fate. Like it's mm-hmm. something, this is bigger than us. Like it's just so epic. Right. And so yes. whatever that, however so that's presented, maybe it's gifts. Mm. Maybe it's just like compliments. Like they're really sure. complimentary. Sure. Like it, it seems too good to be true. Okay. Okay. And it comes with a sense of urgency. And the sense of urgency is there specifically because that type of attachment, like that type of behavior isn't sustainable. Somebody cannot literally be the best person for you all the time, every time. Right. So like right. All of the grand gestures, like it it's it comes on really strong because the point is to hook you. Like, they Mm. need to hook you. They need commitment. They need attachment so that they, um, that way, because it's unsustainable for them to continue to, like, to just be so great. So, yeah, when I started noticing, like, yeah, like, there's a rush. Like, why is there a rush? I've only been divorced for four months, so I shouldn't be trying to get into a serious relationship. So if I'm not the one who's trying to get into the serious relationship, where's the rush coming from? And it was coming from him. Right. And in, in, right. I mean, in my opinion, it's because the way he was behaving with me was unsustainable. He couldn't always be that nice about other people. He couldn't always be that, like he couldn't keep his thoughts to himself. Right. Um, he couldn't keep his comments to himself. Right. And so... Or change his comments. Yeah. There's a start. Yeah. So the love bombing for sure felt like really big, but with a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, who cares if it takes time, right? Right. Like, why would we have to rush that? If this is our chance to... <laughs> To build something together. Yeah. Yeah. Which it just... <laughs> it just, that, like, doesn't match, right? Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sorry that was your experience. It's a, You want to know what? I'm I'm not sorry. I'm glad I went. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. It was a lot of information. I feel like I understand some things now because... Oh, because it's a lot of what I was doing. Like, when I was noticing things, I was... Part of what I was doing was noticing what my body was feeling like. Mm. So like I, so when something, when he would say something, I would know, okay, so when my body gets like that, ooh, throw up kind of feeling, <sighs> um, that means, you know, you don't feel safe here or like, mm. or you feel like you're repressing things. Like, sure. I was able to tie my bodily sensations okay. to terms i've heard out there i'm just like oh that's what that was telling me Mm -hmm. i get that now whereas before it was like oh this feeling feels really flooding maybe it's just love (laughs) it's such a big feeling this must be love no it was it was terror i was terrified (laughs) this is moving way too fast (laughs) not (laughs) not being respected here i'm being clear and i'm it's not being respected And, and that's not love. But, like, it's weird that, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, 
And I'm not mad at myself and I'm not judgmental about myself. I'm just like, oh, I'm literally just learning how to identify the sensations in my body because what my body is perceiving, my brain is trying to understand and it's not getting it right every time. Yeah. You know, it is really interesting when you start to bring like body awareness into like um, situations because uh, like I feel like when I first started studying like mind-body connection, it was really easy to put it in like this meditation setting or like this yoga setting mm-hmm. or – but like when you bring it to sitting at dinner during a date, like I think yeah. that it starts – you start to notice um, – I guess like aspects of, of at least in my experience of myself that I was like not listening to or mm-hmm. like trying to like totally blow past. Yeah. Um, But like bringing awareness of like, man, that really makes like my, my stomach clench when you say comments like X. And instead of being um like, stop saying comments like X, you went into yourself and saying like, what does that mean to me? Like what is happening inside of my body that's making this happen? And you're like, Oh, I just really value other people's experience. And Mm -hmm. then it's difficult for me to hold ground and like to find humor in that. And I like that about me. Yeah. Like I like that about me. Yeah. And so I'm okay with that. And I'm not comfortable in asking you to like not be who you are. Yep. And so I'm going to pull away. But then it sounds like he was, well, you're just making me feel bad. And like now questioning what your belief is. And so yeah. I'm like kind of, I'm kind of bummed out about that. I'm bummed that he didn't meet you and that, <laughs> because like, I feel like in relationships, like you have to be able to communicate that. And like, sometimes there is a conversation and like a learning curve, but I'm like, yeah it's all in the willingness of like having the conversation. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm sad that he. Yeah. But also sayonara, dude. Yeah. Like. Peace out. P- I, I literally feel like, whew, dodged a bullet. Yeah. Got some closure. Yeah. Learned a lot. Yeah. Um, and I learned some things about myself too. Like there were like, I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that it like took being in that situation again. Like, you know, like I wanted to be able to identify that earlier or, or no, no, let me, the very specific thing it is, is I will, I can get judgmental on myself for getting into what I considered an unsafe situation again. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, you ended up in a situation where you physically didn't feel safe again. And like, I don't want to be in those kind of situations anymore. And so Part of me is like judgmental, like why, why did you have to like learn firsthand? Um, but a majority of me is like, wow, that was really good information that like, I don't know how else I experience otherwise. Sure. And, um, and I, yeah. And I just feel like, yeah, dude, peace out to him. Um, dodged a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Quickly too. I'm glad yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thank God. It wasn't like too, like drawn out too much longer. Yeah. Or like creating like some sort of relationship, you know, yeah. and then having to like untangle from that. Yeah. Like, so I'm kind of glad that it was like identified. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Speaking to the part of yourself that feels like you didn't catch it in time. I think that like, it's okay to 
Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me that you have guilt over that because I'm like, oh, you caught it so early. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. like totally like seeing that. And so, yeah. but it is interesting to me when you see other people like from the outside looking in, uh, holding themselves to like really, really high standards and like, you're doing a good job. Like that was, that was great. You were only yeah. talking to him for like three weeks. Yeah. Like, and part of the, the, the quote unquote fastness was that you did have like a past life connection yeah. and it wasn't that it was based on that past life connection, but it's like, um, I don't know. I just think about like rekindling, um, like meeting somebody from my past, like the way that I approach them is much different than somebody who I'm like meeting yes, newly. Even if I've only seen that person like since high school, it's like, um, oh my God, like there's yeah. just like a difference of like the way that yeah. you approach those people. And so it makes sense to me that like there was some quote unquote fastness of like, yeah. oh, like we physically like we're seeing each other and like traveling across states. But it's like, well, but because you live in different states and like that, like that was like part of the rekindling yeah. thing. And so, yeah. Um, like, I just think that you did like a really good job and like you Ooh. caught it really early. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you did. You had really tough conversations with him, like only yeah. a week and a half in you were yeah. like, Hey, hold on. This is what I think. Seems like he met you somewhat well. Yeah. And then, Yeah. See, that's just like a bummer. And you want to know what? I think that this is what's hard about, maybe not hard. I want to I want to use new language with that. Um, what can be challenging or tricky about dating is that everybody is going through different experiences on their journey. Yeah. And your, I like how you said, can enough of our values line up in order for this relationship to make sense? Yeah. And I think that that's a filter that a lot of young relationships kind of skip or yeah. like, or miss out on. Yeah. And so I think that it can be tricky because you're being more particular. Yeah. Um, which is good. Yeah. But it's nitpicking. Dating yeah. closer to 40. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Much more um, nitpicky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just like have to be careful, right? And you have to kind of go into things and especially like just knowing what the other person is bringing to the table. Because like, right, like I think about when I was dating when I was younger, it was like, where did you go to school? What are you studying? Yeah. Like, what are you hoping for? But like now at this stage in your life, it's. How many houses have you purchased in your life? And, yeah. you know, like, what's your... Do you have kids? Yeah. What's your parenting style? Totally. Like, we're, yeah. The Are you close to your family of yeah. origin or not? Have you untangled your childhood? Like, yeah. what... Yeah. There's just a lot more that you're bringing to the table. You're bringing yeah. a whole... A whole life. Yeah. And, like, a whole past marriage and, and children and, and their hobbies and their dislikes yeah. and their schedules so it just is like a lot more hoops to jump through in order to find a connection yeah so yeah wow we're figuring it out we're you're doing a good out. job thank you you're doing I a good job that. you're welcome yeah it's i'm definitely feeling more like evening out on yeah needing that kind of 
attention or right. that kind of relationship. Like right. I can feel that part of me like start to like settle down. Like, okay. What, what, what do you think is like working towards that? Like, what do you think is happening towards that? <clears throat> is it that you're kind of like getting some of the energy out of your system and like kind of shaking it out is helpful or like, yeah. you know, you feel more settled in your apartment or I in think your space. That, I, it definitely feels good to feel like, um, I'm learning to be okay with myself. Yeah. I'm learning to be happy in my own company. And yeah, I think it was like enjoying taking good care of myself. Yeah. I'm learning how to take good care of myself. Yeah. And when I do it, I say, I'm like, mm, mm. I'm taking good care of myself right yeah. now. And I think I just recognize that, oh, there's more for me to learn. And I see the benefit of me learning that before I like re-engage in like some kind of serious relationship. Totally. So, um, yeah, it feels good to like, I just want to like date and not be locked down or not dating to like lock something down. Sure. Like just creating new relationships and like meeting myself in those relationships and being like oh yeah this is like me or like actually this isn't like me and I don't like how this is brought out in me or whatever right. so like yeah just you kind of you kind of learn who you are through your interactions with other people like as human beings like we just don't exist in a vacuum mm-hmm. or like we don't exist alone we exist in community and in connection with other people and when you are dating other people to like understand yourself more I mean it's really a good mirror it's a good reflection yeah it's painful (laughs) very uncomfortable most of the time but yeah it's I really do feel like learning process like super sped up yeah so yeah three weeks done next moving on (laughs) like lesson learned like okay yeah I got another little tool in my tool belt I got a little reward yeah you're on to the next. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So that was my weekend. What a freaking wild ass weekend. <laughs> it, it was, was only really 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't or a little bit more than that. Maybe no. like 56. No, it was probably 48 hours. Oh my gosh. But mm, yeah. What about your weekend? Ugh. Well, my weekend, this is like a full 180. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just got back from LA. It was so fun. So I left. Um, so I teach my yoga class on Wednesdays in Utah County. And I have my date with you on Wednesdays. <laughs> and so Wednesdays feel like so protected for me. And so I took off on Thursday morning. And then I got back on Tuesday morning. So I could be back for Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> And it literally just feels like a nice, fun reset. I was, um, I had some realizations. So I went and I stayed with um, Taylor, Tay-Tay, and she has two little kiddos, um, ages four and two, almost two. Um, And kids just have a lot of energy and they have like a lot of needs. Um, They, you know, like when they're tired, they become really needy and they need your attention and they need like your softness um and I feel like I really noticed um existing in that space and like watching like motherhood play out like how much mothers are catering to the needs of their children yeah right 
And one of the huge needs of children is playing, like the like the ability to play. Yeah. And, you know, every single day we were, we didn't really have like a schedule or anything like that. Like, right, we're on vacation. But the things that we're working around are um, nap time yeah. and dinner time. Yeah. And some of the days there were some obligations that the, that the kids had, like preschool yeah. or, you know, one of the major things that we were juggling with every day was like, did the girls play? Yeah. Like, was there enough play? Like, whether it was at a park or, yeah. um, you know, distracting them, honestly. And it just had me thinking that this isn't new. This isn't new science. Like, there's been lots of science studying, like, play and and the importance yeah. on the human psyche and, like, our human experience. Um, But, like, over the weekend, I was just really contemplating how – you know, as mothers, we really take that responsibility seriously and yeah. we really want our children to play. Um, but that doesn't really go away. And the difference is, is that we just become adults and that we become our own responsibilities yeah. of, of play. And it was just this big realization of the way that I play, the way that I express fun energy and, um, you know, that high vibration is in traveling. Yeah. Like I love traveling. Um, Justin didn't go with me to LA. And so he dropped me off and he was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty jealous that you're about to have some airport vibes because just the airport itself yeah. is such a fun place. Like it's like, you gotta, you gotta get somewhere. You're kind of figuring it out. It's, it's new. You're kind of juggling, right? You got your phone, yeah. you got your, your, your backpack and the TSA people are like, take your shoes off. No yeah. laptops. Like it just kind of feels so chaotic. Yeah. But like, it's, you're going somewhere and it's like this, like anxiety through, um, excitement. Yeah. Um, and then there's like something on the other side that's like so sweet, whether it's a new experience or a friendly face in my experience with Taylor. Mm. Um, and that just lights me up. Like I, I'm, I'm a woman of routine. I love my, my routine. I have a really strong routine at home. Um, but I'm learning that too much routine drives me nuts. So yeah. like I, Oh, I can just like really come unglued. And I'm realizing that this like power of like, oh, I'm in charge of my own needs. It's not new, but it does feel mind blowing to be like, oh, I'm in charge of my needs. And like, it's not up to my friendships to know when I'm needing a little bit more connection. Like that's up to me to express that I need a little bit more connection. And it's not up to my partner to know when I'm needing a little bit more support or more clarifying questions. Like, um, so I think that I'm learning to just really cater to and not judge the needs that I have. Yeah. Like, and one of those is playing, like letting loose, relaxing. And I, and I, I'm realizing that I have a strong narrative in like, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll take care of it. Yeah. And that really manifests itself in my home life. Like, um, mm, yeah, I clean a certain way. I do laundry a certain way. I have like a certain system to the dishes and like, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like my efficiency is there. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and when I'm in a really good mood or like when I'm like on top of like my wave, 
like uh, doing laundry a certain way is exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm in my bottom wave and I'm not or at the bottom of my wave and I haven't like given myself enough sustainable mm-hmm. energy, I'm so resentful mm-hmm. and I'm needing help. But I'm realizing that like I'm not asking for help or mm-hmm. mitigating the situation for myself. And mm-hmm. so I have that strong narrative of like, I have to do it myself. And then um, I snowball and I'm realizing it's because I'm not playing enough. Yeah. So I'm trying to get away more. That's yeah. like my goal in 2023 is to, so like LA was amazing. It was this super awesome, convenient trip. And I'm like, oh yeah, little things like that are so easy for me and they're really big payoffs. And so even if I have to eat less Cafe Rio burritos a month or, you know, hold back in X amount ways to travel once a month, I'm going to do that. You're like, that's that's a good payoff. Exactly. That's well worth it for you. Totally. Even, um, and it doesn't always have to be something extravagant. Like, it could be getting a hotel at Park City. Yeah. It could be busting down to St. George. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, I do love traveling out of the country. I do love traveling out of state. But just to, like, reset my environment even that one time when we did a staycation in Salt Lake. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. That Ugh. was so fun. So fun. I loved that. It's just like freeing for me. Yeah. Like packing up a bag and getting the hell out of Dodge. Man, there's just something yeah. fun about that for me. Yeah. So I'm like feeling super vibey. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling like I can settle back in. And like my yeah. character is like renewed. I'm feeling like yeah. revived, you know? Yeah. So I feel great, honestly. Thanks yeah. for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I feel Good. like I, uh, I feel like my load is lighter. Yeah, you feel the same. Totally. Yeah, totally. We've done some things um, for ITR in order to like help make our load feel lighter too, right? Yeah. Like we've made some yeah. changes around like what we offer on Patreon, um, and incorporating like video yeah. and like yeah. just making sure that we're able to release episodes consistently every week. Like, yeah, we've lightened our load a little bit. Totally. It, it feels good. I'm like, I'm kind of in the, like, I'm not fucking around stage of my life. And it feels good to just be really realistic with myself. So Justin and I were having a conversation last night and we were talking about how our wants and desires have consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the example that we were using is, so I am like a, I'm a horse girl. Okay. <laughs> Did you know this about me? Yes. I am a horse girl till I die. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I want a horse so, yeah, so bad. Like I want a horse so fucking bad. (laughs) I'm willing to beg anybody at this point. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not because I'm not ready for a horse because I don't want those consequences. Like, so my deepest desire, like my little girl energy is just like, get a horse. Um, but like, I don't want to wake up at four o'clock every morning and I don't have a place that can house a horse. And so I would have to like be leaving my house every single morning to take care, you know, and that could just get old really quick. Right. And so I'm learning to like weigh in like the consequences of like the things that we want. And so I love that we were able to do that with ITR of like, okay, we love, like, guys, we're not doing the planner anymore. Um, and, and that doesn't mean that we're not not doing it. Just 
not not right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just so many things have, have shifted and changed. Um, and that was sad, but like also the consequences of that was X amount of workload, X amount of mm-hmm. brainstorming. And so to redirect um, has just been so helpful. And I'm just wondering if you as the listener need permission of like, is there something that I'm doing right now that I don't love the consequences that I need to just shift and take off my plate for right now? And it doesn't mean that you can't come back to it or because mm-hmm. the way that I'm learning is thinking of everything as like a practice. Like, yeah, I'm like practicing. Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, with more practice, I'm going to be able to nail that. Like, but I'm going to let that go until I practice. Yeah. More, you know? It's been really freeing. So Justin calls me Peach. That's my nickname. And we always put like something in front of it. Like um, uh, sweet peach. If I'm like being really nice <laughs> or like there's like all these things. And, <laughs> and when I went to California, I only would <laughs> I would only talk to him if he referred to me as California Peach. <laughs> And I'm really riding that energy right now. So it's California peach, babe. <laughs> Cali peach girl. That's what I'm feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's getting chasing that sun. So I'm actually feeling really good. I feel good about all this. How do you feel? I feel like you're the one who shared a lot. I'm just over here, just sunshine and rainbows. I like love it. I, I mean, there's like a balance in all things, right? Sure. And there was a time where I feel like we were opposite. Yeah. And so we just ebb and flow. That's what little Evie says. Um, mm. Like sweet little Evie Sue, she just says she'll say because she has a hard time, right? Like the mm. I think the part that's hard for kids with divorce is like no matter what, like they always have to miss somebody. Yeah. So like when they come and be with me, they're with me and I'm happy, like mm-hmm. I'm fulfilled, like okay, I have them, and so like right. I'm at peace because right. they're with me now. But at that time, they're missing their dad, and then when they're dead with their dad, they miss me, and so Evie sometimes can still have Aww. a hard time with it. And when she gets sad, and I'll ask her like, okay, like how, like what do you need? How can I help you? And sometimes she'll just say, I just gotta ride the wave, Aww. and just like let the wave of sadness wash over her, and she'll cry, and then. And want to be held until she's like, okay, feel better now. And then we go back to playing or whatever it is. So, yeah, like sometimes you just got to ride the waves. There's ebbs, there's flows. And there's, you know, I think overall it's balanced. Maybe I don't have to go like so extreme in order to like find a balance. But I feel good. Mm. Season four has got that new energy. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. Bitch, look at us. It's a glow up. <laughs> That's my hoe. That's my dough. That's my glow up. She go hard. She just like a pro. She just want to blow up. Do, 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 do.